welcome to today's show on Work Life Harmonize. We're so excited to talk to you today about burnout, that ugly B word. So today's show is all the way dedicated towards helping you prevent burnout before it happens, stop burnout in its tracks while it's happening, and understand that if you're stuck in the vicious cycle of burnout, there are ways to navigate that I promise you, dear listeners, you have not tried before. Why? Because you haven't heard of these ways before. These are key insights and key tips and tricks and traps to avoid from yours truly, Dana Mahina. Aloha. It is time to crush burnout. Let's go. So when you're thinking about burnout and how you're feeling today, while you're listening to the show, you're listening on the radio, you're live streaming, you're listening to the podcast, you're hearing this on repeat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your listenership. We love you so much. We want you to understand that you are not alone. So many of us are trapped in a vicious cycle of burnout and it comes from one villain. The villain is the overachiever. Overachievers in each of us tend to exist for a multitude of reasons. Do you know why you're an overachiever? Is it because you're trying to prove your worth because you've been marginalized as a person in particular, you're a woman of color? Is it because you were raised that the only way to true success is to work your ass off until you're so depleted, exhausted, and wiped out that that is the sign of a great day, like a kick-ass workout at the gym or boot camp where you can hardly walk the next day. Yeah, you get it. If it's because your role models, your parents, your grandparents, your teachers, your mentors, your, your friends, parents, society leaders, someone along your life journey showed you that the only way to be successful is to overachieve. It's not true. That's right. It's not true. So for those of you that have been writing into the show and asking me how I got where I am in terms of being able to move from one of the busiest places on earth, one of the biggest pressure cookers on earth, and one of the most toxic places in a lot of ways, despite the beauty and a lot of great people, it's kind of become this toxic wasteland of Silicon Valley. Watch the show. It's super accurate. To the small island, the lush green island, the peaceful island, the slow your damn roll island of Kauai. How did I do it? And how can you do it too? If you're on the islands and you've grown up very differently than in a big metropolitan city or you've grown up in a very rural, family-oriented, we have each other's back situation, unfortunately, you are not immune from burnout. It may come from different reasons. Burnout also comes, and I have to say this so that we can level this playing field because that's part of the show's desire. 
is to create equal footing for all, especially women and women of color. If the reason you are finding yourself burnt out and overachieving is because that was the only way your family and now you, whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, ideally not 70s or 80s, ideally you figured it out and you should come on this show and teach all of us what the heck to do because you know there's another way. I have hula class with some of you. You know there's another way to live your life without overachieving. However, if you find yourself overachieving and burned out because that's the way it is and it's the only way available to you, you may be right. You have a different situation on your hands. And I'm going to talk to you differently than I talk to everybody else. So depending on your personal situation, and if you've listened to the past three and a half years of Harmony Beats Balance, the podcast, or the past year and a half of radio shows, Harmony Beats Balance, the show. If you're now listening to the new and improved Work Life Harmonized, the podcast and the radio show, I want you to just remember no matter what version of our episodes you're on, the same thing applies. You are special, you are unique, and you are critical to today's life and lifetime. Your life is a precious gift and I don't want you to waste it, not for a second. And I will never walk a day in your shoes. Even if I put my feet in your shoes and they fit, (laughs) size eight used to be a size seven before I had kids. I don't know what happened. I will never be able to walk a day in your shoes, nor will you be able to walk a day in my shoes. That's why comparison is the thief of joy. We have to stop comparing. We have to start understanding. So I want you to feel understood while you do this exercise. And as always, if you're driving, just listen with your ears. Don't write anything down. Don't put notes in your phone. Don't do it. If you're picking up your phone, put it down. I want you to drive safe. If you're listening from the safety of your home or your halle or your uh, dorm room or wherever you may be, we're getting a lot of college women tuning into the show. I'm pretty sure that's because of one of our last guests, P.E.K. Lopez, Miss Aloha Hula, 2022. Like, can't even believe how accomplished she is as a young woman, graduate school, Hula champion, Nike N7 uh, ambassador and now powerlifter extraordinaire. She's just incredible. Check her out and listen to the episode with her. Uh, for those of you in your college dorm room, I want you to just be really sure that when you decide where you're at, no matter who you are or where you're listening or where you're from or what color your skin is or what your bank account looks like or what your parents told you or what they're telling you now, I want you to decide for yourself where you're at. No one can tell you where you're at. And we have to start from where we are, each and every one of us. We have to start from where we are and then grow from there. So while you're deciding where you're at in terms of burnout and in terms of overachieving and constantly running hard because you're convinced it's the only way, I want to have you self-score. So right now, I want you to score it one to 10, one being you're not burnt out at all. Pick another show. (laughs) Today's episode's not for you. You can have 20 minutes of your life back. Or 
If you know someone burned out that you love and you're worried about, please keep listening because this show is for them. And as a good friend or community member or loved one or Ohana, you're able to help others. So then keep listening, please. I know our show loves it when I tell our listeners to tune out. That's just excellent. So keep keep at it. Stay with us. All right. Most of us are not even remotely at a one anyway. Let's face it. We're all pretty burnt out. Now, on the 10-point part of the scale, you are so burned out. I just met with one of you this morning. Uh, you are so burned out. You cry whenever you get a break when you're not running hard and doing 7,000 things for your horses and your kids and now your grandkids and your business that you run and your community that you are a major member of, you know who you are, I love you, you're burned out. If you just lose it every time you get a five second break, let me tell you, you're 10. You're on the 10 part of the scale. Most of us are somewhere from five to 10 if we're listening to this show. Pretty fair assumption. Now, let's move over to where I said I would split the advice section of today's program. If you are someone who is an overachiever and you realize that you're burned out because you're on a corporate hamster wheel running your ass off, sprinting inside a marathon, I'm going to give you some very specific advice right now especially if you're a woman. Here's the advice. It's two words. It's really complicated. So listen up, listen hard, turn up the volume safely. Stop it. That's the advice. The one that expects you to overachieve the most, no matter what you've told yourself, is you. You are the problem. You are the solution. You're the problem and the solution. You're the problem, and you're the solution. And for those of you nodding your head up and down, yeah, 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 I've heard this my whole life. Maybe it's because it's true, and maybe it's time. Maybe you've just had enough, enough getting sick, enough being exhausted, enough missing out on the things that you really love. You've missed a concert. You've missed your kid's friends, birthday party where you really like the other moms, but you cannot possibly take off work to go. Maybe you've missed out on something that you've said in your journey you'd be doing on your bucket list because you've always wanted to climb a mountain and you even got as far as training for it and then realized you can't take off that much work. What are you crazy? Dana, Mahina, no can do. So you're the problem and you're the solution. Now, I want to just talk about leadership for a minute because in the world of work-life life harmonized, what we're talking about is actually making conscious trade-offs. Take a little from work, a minute, 10 minutes, an hour, ideally, to start from work, not necessarily even from the day-to-day -day work. It's the work you're constantly thinking about. It's the email you're constantly checking. It's the obsessive work that's not productive anyway. And you're not getting points for it. You're probably not paid enough anyway. You know what I mean? Just take a little time from work and apply it somewhere else and see what happens. If you take a couple minutes, a half an hour or an hour and 
redistribute that time into something else that you really love that you're missing out on. The person who will know the first and the most is you. You will become the solution and not the problem. You'll start to appreciate yourself, your life, the journey. You'll feel less burnt out. You'll want more of that and you'll start building the habit, the micro joy producing habit. You'll get addicted to joy instead of doom scrolling on your phone. Oh my gosh, there's thousands of you. I know. I'm not even going to launch a survey on this, although maybe we need to, Sonia, if you're listening and JR, my amazing team, maybe we need to launch a survey about doom scrolling because we are, we are stuck on our phones all the time. And it's, it's so funny because it's what we think we're doing to decompress and what we're doing is actually causing ourselves to feel worse. So stop it. So, okay. That's kind of the preaching part. Now let's talk about what it takes to stop working five minutes, 10 minutes, a half an hour, an hour per week. It's literally taking away the stuff that doesn't even matter first. It's the lowest hanging fruit on the tree. It's the constant checking of emails. Try three times a day instead of every hour and watch what happens. It's the every CC that you're copied on an email that has nothing to do with you or your job. It's really not even your business. Stop replying to CCs with thank you, got it, good to know. It's a waste of your time and nobody cares. It's a myth that people go, oh, that Dana Mahina, she's so on top of things. She says, thank you every time. I copy her on something. When someone's copying you, it's just a heads up. It's not an action. Stop that. Build some free time for yourself by stopping the exercises, activities, and efforts that don't count. They don't count. Here you are at five, six, seven, eight, nine, or 10. Some of you are an 11 on the burnout scale. And you're just so busy being on top of everything at all times with 7,000 plates spinning in the air, you know damn well, the second one drops and crashes, they all come down. And your health is probably one of those plates, right? Because you are risk-taking, you're juggling, you're plate spinning with your health and your welfare and your own well-being and your own state of mental emotional and physical and spiritual joy. You're messing with it. So I want you to stop it and take five, 10, 30 minutes or an hour. If you're really bold, take an hour away from the way you're currently working. I'm not saying screw your employer if you're employed. And if you're self-employed, I'm not saying screw yourself. I'm saying nobody will notice except for you and the dividends it will pay are exponential over time. You are not going to feel huge relief in a week. You're going to start to feel relief in a month, week over week, then month over month. And as you hit one year of working differently, you're going to become a lot smarter. And that's the key to working smarter, not harder. If I read one more book or hear one more famous person quote that, I'm going to throw up. 
no one tells you how to do it. They just keep saying the same thing over and over as if we're stupid. We're not stupid. We're actually smart. Our problem is we don't know how to get smarter. So we just work harder. Are you with me? Please direct message the show. You know where to find me. All things Dana Mahina on Instagram, Dana.Mahina. On Twitter, Dana Mahina. LinkedIn, Dana Mahina. You can start to find me on Facebook. I know. I know. It's coming. I haven't done much. I'm starting to dabble because I really want to reach communities. And most importantly, for those of you that want the opposite of doom scrolling, you actually want social media that cares and social media with a heart and a soul and a conscious. And conscious social media is such an oxymoron. I can hardly pronounce it. Non-toxic social media is very difficult to do. However, it's coming. Check out Kinder, K-Y-N-D-R. Right now it's in the United States only. You can download it. You can download it on um, your iPhone or your Android. So back to the show and what we're going to do for the people that have a different overachieving burned out situation on their hands, because literally there is no other choice and it's just the way it is. I want to talk to you for a minute. So if you have grown up in a place where your family, regardless of location, and we have listeners around the world, it's not just the United States, it's certainly not just the Hawaiian Islands, which technically is part of the United States, but is it really? Not really. Only literally, it's certainly not figuratively. It's a different world and blessings to that. And I'm so grateful. Love, love, love the people of Hawaii, the people that have taught me so much and have accepted me. I'm so grateful. Mahalo, 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 nilo. I want you to realize that if you've grown up in a condition, regardless of where, geographically, where it is not just a two-income parent household, it's a whomever's in the house that's capable of working maybe starting at the age of 10, 15, 16, 18, and your aunts and uncles and your grandparents and everyone in your extended family, whether you're living together next to each other, down the street, you're all working multiple jobs, two jobs each minimum. Some of you are working three jobs to make ends meet and to just try to sustain in life. This is not about that. That is a very different situation. So the only advice I can give you because I have never walked a day in those shoes. Have I worked really freaking hard? Yes, have I had any handouts? No. Did I grow up incredibly wealthy? Absolutely not. It doesn't matter. I know how privileged I am. And that's way beyond the color of my skin. I come from a privileged situation. And, you know, I was talking to someone who who said to me, you know, 99% of us live even greater than the average king in other countries, especially, you know, a third world situation, for example, or an emerging country. We have running water. We have toilets that flush. I mean, we are, we're spoiled in some ways. That's not the point though. The 
the point is, if you have had to struggle to make ends meet by working two and three jobs and you're burned out, that's because you're exhausted and you're depleted and you have every reason to be burned out. And it isn't because you're part of the problem. It is not because you're part of the problem. You are not necessarily having an overachiever syndrome. You are simply trying to exist and that's the way it is. And that is so hard. And for those of us that know people like that and we're not in that situation, we need to help them. We need to help them. And the way we can help them is by offering support in a straight up kind of a way offer to babysit someone's children, even for an hour. And if you want to take that 30 minutes out of your work week and give it to somebody else, it will be joy producing for you too. If you make extra dinner and there's extra uh, pozole Mexican soup to go around, like I do, take it to some neighbors. And it's not necessarily because they look like they're in need. It's because maybe that's one less dinner they have to cook in addition to the three jobs they're holding down. So. Society has to fix this problem. We are part of the problem and we are also part of the solution. As an individual, depending on where you're at, again, self-score, one to 10. If you are suffering from constantly overachieving because that's the only way you've ever tried to get ahead and you've got the possibility to slow down a little bit and redistribute how you work, where you work, and when you work, and in some cases, who you work for, then how fortunate are you? You can make that change and you can start with five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour per week right now. Tell us about it. How's it going? Is it working? Is it not? Do you think I'm full of it? Do you want to hear more on the details of working smarter, not harder? Let us know. This show is for you. If you're in this other type of situation where you are literally trying to make ends meet and you are just so exhausted and burned out and fried, here's my one piece of advice for you. And it's hard for me to give this advice and it's harder for you to hear it. And in honor of you, I'm going to say it anyway, because there's this whole philosophy around helping people get further in their life to where they want to go, which fills my joy cup up in my heart. And that is, if you don't ask, you don't get. And it is very hard for many of you who are humble and kind and caring. You take care of everyone and there's no time left for you. It's really hard for you to ask for help. I want you to try it anyway. And the help might be the smallest possible favor. And the favor does not have to be returned. If a neighbor says to me, if you make extra soup again next week, we'd love some. You know darn well, I'm not going to tell them, if you're listening, just ignore this. I'm not going to tell them I'm, I'm now making extra soup no matter what. In fact, I may not even be making soup for my family next week. I'm making it for everybody else because you know what? It's an Instapot and it takes no time at all. And it's not expensive and it's delicious and nutritious. As a matter of fact, in the show notes, we're going to list my recipe for pozole. And for my friends from Mexico and my Latino Latinx friends listening, no, it is not authentic. It is not the abuelita's 
soup. It's my version. And as a single mom, I invented it because my kids loved it and it was inexpensive and fast and it freezes really, really well. For those of you who do know me really personally, yes, it has been a holiday gift in California and now on the island of Kauai because same reason. And, you know, a mason jar with a bow around it's really nice and it's thoughtful. It's thoughtful. (laughs) So don't be shy about asking for help. You need a little help with a babysitting situation. You ask someone you trust. You need a little help with an extra meal here or there. You ask someone that you love and that you trust and that you know. You need a little help with advice on a business problem that you're having. You know who wants to help you. I want to help you. You have to direct message me. Oh, I can't possibly help you. And again, we do not have to have you on the air and we will anonymize your name. If you prefer that we don't have to shout you out or call you out. We only do that when it's comfortable for you. So today's show was all about figuring out where you're at, really reducing burnout. If you're an overachiever for good reason, stop it. And if you're overachieving, cause it's the only way we encourage you with love and light and aloha ribbon around you to work on asking for a little bit of help. There's a community, you might be at church, it might be on the soccer field watching somebody's game. A little bit of help goes a long way and there's nothing wrong with asking for help. We all need help and we all need a little help from our friends. It's a great song. So with that, until next time, I bid you, as you know, a hui. Ete pu are pu